Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Utari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm referring to growth in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. I've had the privilege over the course of the past, really, 50 years to have an incredible relationship with someone that has received some really mixed reviews. But I, for one, want to go on record and say that he is not only my hero, he is my boss. And it's my privilege to speak his name out loud and on purpose in the most positive way possible. And that is Jesus Christ, the Lord God Almighty, God the Son. He is my boss. He's my friend. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. He's King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He is the one whom, through him, everything has been created. So, with that in mind, I address also this thing that has been presented to me as a challenge recently, and that is to help other people in the area of life in which I've received help, because it's part of this whole growth spiritually in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. As many of you know, I have received significant help from people from across the board in the area of drug and alcohol addiction. I have been a poster child when it comes to that stuff. I wish I could say that all of my information has come from reading a book, but most of the information that I'm talking about or that I've talked about has come as a result of life experience. And somewhere down the line, someone told me that experience is the best teacher. And sometimes a person who's gone through stuff is best equipped to reach out and help others who might be going through some stuff. So if you are a person who's listening to this, man, if you have an issue with addictions and that aspect of addictions doesn't just mean alcohol and drugs. The aspect or the element of addictions in our society today runs from, yeah, drugs and alcohol 
through the area of sex, gambling, a variety of other means of which people get entertainment by gaming. It's just, it's wild. Addictions are as varied as there are people. And, however, what I've noticed is that there is a core, there's a common denominator to each and every one of them. And so what we're going to do is we're going to focus in on the solution, not so much on the problem. The problem, we're all aware of it. If you're listening to this and you have a problem in an area of addiction, nobody needs to tell you that you've got a problem, okay? Now, I'm sure people have said that or they're beginning to say that, and that's probably because it is a problem and it affects other people. I didn't want it to. I wanted to just have my pleasure and not have it affect anybody else. However, it didn't work that way, and it doesn't work that way. And so with that in mind, if people are beginning to notice, that's because there's a problem. And most people are in their intentions of trying to help, are doing it out of good intentions. Some people, they're nefarious, but by by and large, very few. Now, I want to back up just a little bit and share a story about an individual, actually two individuals, Nikki Cruz and David Wilkerson. They met back in the 50s, 1950s, in New York City. And the setting was this. David Wilkerson, Caucasian dude, was a skinny preacher that was called by God to go to the streets of New York and express the love of Jesus to the gangs in New York. And in the 50s, the gangs in New York were the gangs of New York. The Mau Mau were a Puerto Rican gang, and Nicky Cruz was one of the heads of the Mau Maus. And so one day, Nicky saw David up and down the street, and David was sharing with people the heart of Jesus, and people were actually changing. And it was infringing upon the territory of the gangs, and some of their Produce, meaning their drugs, they weren't able to sell them anymore because the people weren't using them. <laughs> and so one day, Nikki walks up to David and looks at him and says, Preacher man, you got to stop doing this stuff, man. Uh, you know, go ahead, go somewhere else, but leave us alone. And David started walking closer to Nikki. And Nikki looked at him and said, I tell you what, man, come near me and I'll kill you. And he whipped out a switchblade. And Nikki, being ahead of the Mau Mau gang, was capable of killing and had already been one who had murdered several people. And so it would have been nothing for him to slice up David Wilkerson and move on because David was in Nikki's way. And David looked at Nikki and very calmly said, basically, yeah, uh, you, you, you could do that. You could do that. 
You could cut me up into a thousand pieces and lay them in a street, but every piece will still love you. And Nikki froze right there because the power of the Holy Spirit landed all up and on Nikki Cruz. And the love of Jesus grabbed Nikki by his insides and revealed love to Nikki like he'd never felt before and life like he'd never felt before. And Nikki right there on the spot became a believer in Jesus. But more than that, he was transformed and became a new creation. God imparted into Nikki Cruz his spirit, his life, and Nikki was transformed right then and there on the spot. Now, there was a process of things that followed up on that that allowed Nikki to continue moving forward, but the fact of the matter was that something broke in on the situation and brought Nikki out from darkness into the light. And as a result of the work that had gone on in New York amongst the gang members, it was shortly after that hundreds, literally hundreds of gang members came to know Jesus Christ personally and dropped their gang collars and began pursuing a different way of life. So much so that a group of individuals got together and said, we got to do something about this. And they formed what was known as Teen Challenge, meaning it was for a bunch of teens that were still on drugs, still in gangs, and the challenge was for them to walk with Jesus instead of walking with their heads filled with violence and drugs. And they started coming to this place called Teen Challenge. And it was an unconventional way of seeing these people set free from their addictions. You know, we've heard it. Prostitution is the oldest profession, but I disagree. I believe dealing in things that are addictive and harmful is the oldest profession. There are all forms of addictions, as we said, from drugs to sex and everything, everything in between. We could go on for hours talking about nothing else but the various shades and types of addictions. However, that's not what we're going to do, man. In this podcast, anyway. We are going to take the next few episodes and zero in on getting to the core Getting to the root of the issue, our focus is going to be on the solution, not on the problem. We all know there's a problem. Nobody had to tell me that I had a problem when it became a problem. Everything started out as having fun until. Until it was no longer fun. Until the stuff that was once fun became my job. I was no longer having fun. I was serving it in order to not be sick. And it cost a lot of money from heroin to vodka. And any addictive element in between 
that was a chemical, I wanted to find out what it was like. I had this deep desire to experience things that would bring me into an altered state of mind. I thought I could just do that and have fun initially, a weekend warrior. Well, then I thought, well, Wednesdays are pretty cool too. And then why not just, you know, after five, you get the story. It became an issue and it soon became an addiction. And that addiction had me. And I tried so many different ways to take care of that, to remedy that on my own. And I was successful for a short period of time every time I tried. But that was it, a short period of time until, until Jesus. And I can almost hear the rattling of people's minds right now saying, oh man, this was moving along so good until you said that. Well, I hate to disappoint you, but that is not a disappointment. That is actually the solution, but how that becomes a solution is what we're really going to be focusing in on. And then what we do after that miraculous event takes place where we are no longer an old creature, but we are a new creation in Christ. You see, because the core is the same for all addictions. The core is this, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, and the spiritual power that feeds into these things. Don't set the affections of your heart on this world, this system that's designed under evil, the world. Don't set your heart and the affections of your heart on this world or in loving the things of this world. Because the love of the Father and the love of this world, they're incompatible. For all that the world can offer us, right? The gratification of our flesh, our flesh, our sarks, our fallen nature, that thing that craves stuff that's wrong and we can't stop it from craving it. The flesh, not just our skin, inside of us, that thing that wants stuff, our flesh, and wants bad stuff, our flesh, the lust or the cravings, the gratification of our flesh, the allurement of the things of this world, and the obsession with status and importance. None of these things come from the Father, but from the world, meaning that system, that system that's created, that's called the world. The world and its desires are in the process of passing away. Ah, come on, man. And, but the love for God and for doing his will lives forever. And I quote that from 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, written in the first century AD. Man, if that isn't relevant today, if the word of God, if the written word of God isn't relevant <clears throat> Excuse me, for today, <clears throat> I don't know. No, I do know. It is relevant. It is powerful. It cuts right to the point. We have an issue, and it's an issue with ourselves. We have an issue that is a fallen nature issue that still wants to reach out and grab stuff. But 
in all reality, Jesus died, so that thing stays dead. He has given us newness of life if we receive it. And even when we receive it, there's still an attempt of the echo of the old nature to bring us into places where we still crave and want to do stuff that is harmful for us and other people. Don't keep picking the fruit off the addiction tree and try to kill it. Kill the root, right? Where's the root? What's the root cause of this stuff, man? We can pick fruit and leaves off a tree all day long. It's going to grow back eventually. Like, we can try to do good. Matt, I know I can do better. I'm just going to try harder. Double down. Do better. I'll do better. I promise I'll do better. And then, however, there is a way that the root can be killed and the fruit can change because there's newness of life that is imparted to those who ask for it from Jesus. Of course, we're going to deal with all aspects, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, but the emphasis is going to be on the spiritual first. We're going to deal with it, then we can remove the other stuff. That's the dead stuff. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm closing. It's a little cutesy, but I'm closing with this, man. Truth is calling. He's awesome, and it's for you. Here he is. I'm handing the phone over to you. Folks, God loves me. He loves you. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us so much that he presented to us the best of the best and said that the best of the best would take our place because we couldn't do it on our own. Everything that Jesus felt was real. Every pain he felt was real. He felt everything. That was ultimately something that could have or should have been on our on our tab, right? And he said, paid in full, it's finished. He paid your tab. And so doubling down and trying harder isn't where it's at. It's actually getting to the root and then receiving something that fills up that place. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. What I'd like to do right now is stop and pray. And then the next episode, we'll pick this up and take it a little bit further. So, please, pray along with me. Father, thank you so very much for the work of your Spirit in our lives, how you draw us, how you woo us, how you transform us, how you renew us and then make us new, how you take things and break things and build things up, how you speak things into being and then project things forward so that we can walk on a path that isn't full of landmines. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God. People and other spirits may try to trick us, but you are not interested in that. You want us to walk together with you intimately and with each other truthfully. 
so that we can be an expression, like a city on a hill is an expression of light and a safety and a fellowship, a place to go to, so that we can be nurtured, strengthened, and encouraged, as well as encourage, nurture, and strengthen other people. God, thank you for your purpose and your plan, and we pray these things for them to be realities in the hearts and minds of men, women, and children who are caught up in the throes of addiction. In Jesus' name, Father, amen. Amen. All right, folks, I love you. Man, if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. In the meantime, ah, just share some good news with a friend. God bless you. Take care. Adios, amigos.